We're there, B. Hi. Does your microphone work, B? Does my microphone work? Let I me think see. It's working. Yeah, yeah I just tapped. It should be working now. Yeah, Nate's probably going crazy over on his end. Stop tapping the mic. Don't blow into the microphone. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's okay. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> Ooh, so let's start up by saying uh, welcome to um, episode 39 of Low Expectations. These hops are wet. Mm-hmm. Wet. I'm actually and, excited. And it's, it's kind of weird because you aren't here and I'm not there. Yeah, bees. He's in in his basement. I'm down in the on the other side of the studio. And in the mix is nowhere in the mix. He's at home. I guess he's in the mix, but he's in the far away mix. He's at he's running everything from his house in Tuscaloosa, right? Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's right. That's in the remote production center here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we c- he can now if you are interested in ever using in the mix for crazy stuff he can fully run all videos multiple video feeds and run it all from a different location than where you actually are i'm just completely stoked that during the zombie apocalypse we can keep doing this from my bunker to your bunker oh yeah that'll be great i'm sorry i had to turn i kept hearing these these dings coming i didn't know if they were coming through the uh the microphone or not were you hearing crazy dings no are you hearing noises again yeah, yeah. But Did I think you, all the ding dings are gone now. You take your medication today. Oh, I forgot. This is no big deal. It's not, it's all right. Get it's someone gets out of your tater tot. I, I had tater tots for dinner, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably introduce the show before we get too deep into the nonsense. All right. Well, we like I said, can you believe this is episode 39? That's insane. It's so cool. It's insane. And we, tonight, we uh, the the title of tonight's episode is These Hops Are Wet, because tonight we're going to be talking about the once-a-year phenomena called wet hopped beers. Uh, tonight's episode, because, Tom, I struggled to get my hands on wet hop beers. And we'll talk about why it's a struggle, especially where we are, um, but... Um, Two of the beers we're featuring on tonight's episode will be wet hopped. And the first one is going to be Deschutes, Chasing Freshies. Maybe we should pop it and jump right in. I think we should. I'll open it on my end. You open it on yours. Here it is right here. It is Deschutes, Chasing Freshies. I think I have the, uh, yeah, I have my manual automatic focus on Deschutes, Chasing Freshies. Here we go. That sounds nice. Oh, what am I going to pour it into tonight? I think I'm going to start with, oh, the nice Hazen Ford taster. I'm going with the Heat Miser Color Change Stadium Cup. I want to be quiet and I want to watch while you do this. Uh, I'm still going to do it at an angle, though, so it doesn't pour all heady. But we'll see how it color changes. It's pretty neat. And she turns all red. Look at that. That's super cool. Isn't that neat? Yep. And cheap, too. If you want a set, let me know. It's 12 bucks a set shipped to you or uh, 20 bucks for two sets. Uh, 
Is that a Tom Stock original? It is. Fat Bastard Designs right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is an American IPA by style. Packed full of fresh hops. It's perfect for those who like it bright, deep, and fresh, according to Deschutes. There aren't any groomers or, or gapers mucking it up around here. Just unblemished flavor. Uh, righty. What do you think? I like it. Um, the mix of the two hops. I really, I love cashmere hops. Mm. So to see that there was cashmere on this can or in this can, very exciting to me. But then there's one I don't know. I don't know Triumph Hop. I've never had that one. But if uh, I had it. I don't know that I had it. Wow. This, I, I just, I love cashmere hop. I love the, oddly enough, the smoothness of it and the, and the way it rolls across. I was just how smooth this beer is. Yeah. Um, I love it when anyone makes something with, with, it, with the cashmere hop. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, the summer hop, too. Summer. I would love a beer together with summer and cashmere. Someday I'll have to brew one. And uh, we'll see. But, man, that's that's just fantastic. I like that. And I like that it's 6%. It's so funny. It looks like you're drinking a sour. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, the beer's regular. Oh, you can't even see. I'd, I'd spill it all over the place. Here, here. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that. <laughs> oh, but um, welcome to episode 39 of Low Expectations, where the beer... Is usually good, but we are never. No, we do things like forget the intro until 10 minutes in. The tagline. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> whatever. We're enjoying a delicious wet hopped beer. And I don't know about your broadcasting space situation, but if I could, and I'm not going to because it would like give everybody nausea or something but if i could show everybody at home where i'm actually broadcasting from my bar right now is a hot mess i literally have enough room to put my laptop on the bar the rest of my bar top is just full of beer it's ridiculous yeah it's, it's a mess down here i've got i've let it go the studio is a mess the, uh, it's now in full packaging mode for for the cups because i put out like i sold like 45 sets this week so packaging them all, wrapping them, boxing them, labeling them. It's just, it's its a lot. So I've got the whole assembly line all set up down here. You are a machine, my friend. It's so fun. if I were to say to you, do you think you, I want you to guess the untapped rating for this beer. Unless mm. you already know it. Do you already know it? I read the untapped ratings when I did the, the slides. I don't remember them. So if, if it were me rating this, I'll tell you that. How about that? My yep. personal rating on this beer, I really like it. I'm gonna give this a I'm gonna give it a four three. Wow. That's it's, a it's, it's a rating. Beer. Yeah, it's it's real tasty. I really like this one. It's nice. I'm sure it would drop off quickly though. This well, this is a beer you drink in the first couple weeks, you get it. I think it's already starting to drop off by the okay. way. It's been out for a while. It's oh, probably yeah, September twenty first. Yeah. September. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's been out for at least a month. So what's that? Like seven weeks. This is really this is nice. I like this. Uh, I and the reason we're doing this show is because I love this style of beer. My first exposure to it, and I'm very sad I couldn't get it. And it's a mystery. Is uh, Founders Harvestdale? It's a mystery. Are they making it? Are they not? I was talking to my distributor, 
I said, did you get it? He's like, they're not making it. I'm like, oh, they said they were making it. He checked. He saw that they were making it. And he called and he had a he gave his founders rep a stern talking to because he didn't get any. That's odd. Um, I went looking today. I tried to find Sierra Nevada Celebration. To me, that's a great beginning of winter beer. The how heavily hopped it is. I, I honestly didn't even know that it was a wet hopped beer until I until I looked a little deeper into it. That is just a fantastic beer. And I wanted to grab some of that, but I can't seem to find any yet. I guess it's not out yet. You're you're slightly ahead of the curve. I bet next weekend you'll be able to find it. Or or like I was telling Nate before the show, maybe on Friday, because you're going somewhere on Friday, Tom. And the place where you're going is pretty close to a brewery called Funk that I went to before I went to Steel Stacks before. Hold that face for a second. Right around the corner from Funk is a little place called Shangies. Right around the corner. That is true. That is true. So um, when I go to Steel Stacks, which is where I'm going on Friday, you should also go there. And remind me to get the comments, B. You, everyone out there, you need to spend 20 bucks, $20. It's nothing. You spend 20 bucks, buy yourself a ticket to the greatest <laughs> funk band that you will ever go see. They're called Here Come the Mummies. Come out, have a great time. Come see Here Come the Mummies. You will absolutely not be disappointed, I guarantee it. If you are, I will pay for your ticket for you. I'll buy it back from you. I'm that I am that certain that you will love it. So if nerd. Yum. And Mike Leister is remembering funk. I uh Oh, we're glitching. C dub says we're glitching. Oh no. And Erica oh. said we're glitching. Oh. Ah, it's back. We're back. We're not we're not glitching oh, okay. anymore. Nate spilled a logger on the board. <laughs> Yes, rags. Fresh hop would be the same as a wet hop. And B's going to explain that in just a minute here, what a fresh hop or a wet hop beer is and how it's different. Yeah. Um, they only come out in this September, early October um, range. And why don't we get into that beer? Do you want to wait for the second beer? I was literally just about to start and get into that. Oh, cool. So first I want to talk. Did you have something else or are you just going pinkies up for the fun of it? I was just showing how cool the color is. All right. It's changing back already. So let's first talk about hopping and dry hopping beer in general, okay? So we all know that they add hops to beer. And we all know that hops are those flowery, pretty cones, humulus, lupulus plant um, at different stages of the brewing process, depending on what they want to achieve in terms of what flavor, what aroma, what bitterness. Um, they contain oils and other compounds that are going to affect the flavor of the beer, but the oils and compounds express themselves differently depending on Tom when it's introduced into the beer. Right? When you're if you're just brewing Tom a regular beer, when are you when are you throwing hops in? There's no such thing as a regular beer. You know what but I mean. If you're if you're brewing traditionally, you throw hops in at different times. There's in different at different points in the boil, you you would throw your bittering hops in at the very very end of the boil. You throw um you you can hop the the beer um once once you're done and you're in like um, like the the main boiling process. You can put your hops you can put hops in then, and that's like more of a flavoring hop. 
Well, we're going to get into that in a second. What I what I was hoping that you would tell me was that during the boil, right? Traditionally, it's while you're boiling the while you're boiling the water that will turn into beer, the water and the barley and everything. And that, my friend, is called isomerization. Put that in your pocket. So that process, isomerization, it turns all those awesome alpha acids into water-soluble bitter compounds. So that's those are commonly referred to as bittering hops. Um, but when you throw it in during that process, it also zaps a lot of those hop oils. That is where we get a lot of aroma and flavor from. Um, so if you want the citrusy, florally, minty, tropical, or fruity notes, you have to add them again post-boil, which is referred to as dry hopping. You with me so far? And mainly because those dr- those hops are dried. They come in like a pelletized, dried form. They look like uh, like rabbit feed or like pellets you would put in your stove. They're just a pelletized hop. It's been so I just chopped wonder, up and crushed. Talk together. about how most of the beer is made traditionally or even these crazy now dry hopped, double dry hopped triple dry hopped IPAs that are on the market. Should we, uh, before I get into wet hop, the second wet hop, should we jump into the second wet hop beer? Yeah. I, all right. Yeah, it's a great idea. Cheers. I like this one a lot. Deschutes is good. Yeah, that was, that was, I would recommend that to anybody. If, if you, you have to like a hoppy beer, that is a traditionally hoppy, bitter beer. You have to it like that. Deschutes, Chasing Freshies. Um, mm. I never... I gave you the answer to this, but globally, it's a 3.77 rating on Untapped. Oh wow! Hmm. I would give. I would. I would have guessed that would have been higher. <coughs> yeah, I would have given that a higher one. Do you think because it's six weeks old, the bitterness has dropped off a little bit as well? It has a little, and I think the uh, the the honestly, I think the cashmere, and I, I can't speak the Triumph Hop, but I I can taste that cashmere coming through in a little bit of a softer tone it's not malty by any by any means not yet but uh i thought it was really good it's really enjoyable all right do you want to tell the kids what's up next next we have a fatheads brewery limited release wet hopped headhunter i'm sure you've had headhunter before this is the wet hopped headhunter very exciting Sounded good. Did this can feels a little soft? I'm a tad worried. Let's see. I think I'm going to pour. Wow. Cold miser, snow miser, right? Snow miser. I call them cold miser. It's heat miser and snow miser, which drives me crazy. But there you go. Of course, this guy is going to be blue. And there it is. Turns blue. (laughs) Super awesome fun time. What do you think of the the nose on that? Oh, it smells like a litter box. (laughs) Oh. Oh, oh, boy. 
Are you saying you get the the, the proverbial cat pee odor? Mm, yeah, big time. Wow. And for those playing along at home, that cat pee odor is straight up traditional hoppy odor. Um, I haven't gone in for a taste yet. I'm super excited by the nose on it. Mmm. Wow, that's great. Wow. It's very smooth. Uh, I'm interested what hop is in this thing. It's bitter up front, and then the bitterness washes away, and you get all that juiciness from the hop. Yeah, that is – it's it's not traditional the way that the way it's done it's definitely a uh this is this is almost like a slightly juicy ipa that they then dry hopped i mean wet hopped <laughs> what a description apparently a few people love our description it smells just like cat pee Ooh, sign me up <laughs> C Dub and Mikey both like that one. <laughs> oh, I I am in love with this beer. No rags. It's it's um double dry hop, double dry hop, and triple dry hop is all completely after the boil. Do you have that info? Am I stepping on your toes there, B? Um, nope. I already okay. talked about that. All right. So when you any, anything dry hop is completely after the boil and usually done completely after fermentation happens. So once the fermentation is done, then you introduce a dose of dry hop. And then once that once that has been broken down, you would introduce another dose of, of dry hop, which and, would be a double dry hopped. And specifically for the purpose of aroma and flavor, the first mm -hmm. batch during the boil is for bittering. The subsequent hopping or dry hopping after the boil is all your aroma and flavor hops. Well, you also there's also flavoring hops during the boil, but it's at a different time in the boil. Yeah, and a different. Um, we're talking different amounts too. I like this one. I don't like it as much as I like the Deschutes. Wow, that's crazy! I like this one exponentially more than I like the Deschutes. This one is good. Uh, it's nice and fresh. They did a really good job. This one, ten five. It was canned on ten five, so it is real nice and fresh. I like it. I do like it. So let's talk about wet hopping a little bit, okay? Um, when we talk about it, right, so we're not talking about when they're added to the brewing process. That's so when we when we're talking about dry hopping, we are concentrating on the when they're added. When we're talking about wet hopping, we're talking more of the form of hops that are being added. Um, you already mentioned that those dry hops they actually come in a few different formats. Um, they can come in the, they can actually dry out the cones themselves and they look like whole hops. Mm -hmm. Very rare nowadays. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, then you mentioned the pelletized version. And then there's actually even hop oil that you can use and add as part yeah. of the process. And they have cryo now. Yeah. They cryo freeze. And there's all these like fancy ways to, to dry a hop out now. So wet hop beers, also known by the name of harvest ales they're made with whole cone they call them unkilned which means not dried hops so the vast majority of commercially grown hops are harvested in either august or september and then they dry them all because when you dry them all um 
they get processed, and if you dry them quickly enough, turn them into those pellets, you can keep them for like almost up to a year. And they still retain what they need to retain. Um, because these wet hopped or harvest ales are brewed sometimes even hours or a couple days right after that hop harvest using those fresh non-dried hops. Um, they're really just seasonal. It's a seasonal beer. Um, usually around the early fall and then you got to wait almost a whole nother year before they pop back up again. Um, it was, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Um, I grow hops and you put the whole entire season into growing the hops and watering the hops, making sure they're making sure they're growing the right way and they're healthy. And in the end, the only thing I will do with my homegrown super fresh hops is I will make just a nice solid fresh hop or wet hop IPA. That's all I'll do with my, and I use them fresh this year. I missed it. Um, they they matured like two weeks earlier than they usually do, and by the time I got back up to my heart to harvest them, they were starting to dry already. So they were done. The entire the entire crop was finished for the season. I I didn't use them. You missed the it. Happens. Yeah, you you miss as soon as they start to get a little papery and start to spread out, it's over. They're done. Uh, they're not going to be as potent as flavor or as flavorful. So I just let them all die on the vine this year. I'll be back you know, next year. That's it. I, they're they're a rhizome, so they just continue to grow year after year, and they're quite established now. They grow really nicely. So next year there will be another fresh hop, I hope. So I just have two more geeky nerdy things to say about this, and then I'm done. Um, people say, and I don't know. I I I kind of I'm torn. I'm trying to pull it out, and I'm trying not to uh, let this influence how I think about this. But they say that um, the hop expression on these is very, very, very intense. Uh, kind of like the difference between like fresh chopped garlic versus garlic powder is the analogy they used. Uh, I like the second analogy, which is kind of like drinking and enjoying these beers is like going to a farm to table type of restaurant and that experience. I just think it's super cool to try and grab beers that are brewed with hops at the peak of their ripeness. That's my final word. After the boil rags. So it's just like you were dry hopping, but you're throwing the hops in afterwards. Yeah, you're not actually boiling those hops. I really like this beer, Tom. I'm a big fan. Yeah, but that bite is is much smoother. It's, it's subdued. Yes, it's it's quite it's a different experience when you're drinking the beer. Yeah. No, rags during during the boil, you you can also add. You could add if you you could add wet hops, but you, your most brewers are going to add dry hops during the boil and then wet hop after. Yeah, because all those all those oils and um, that go that go into putting all those aromas and flavors into the beer. When you put that in the boil, a lot of that gets boiled out. Right, you don't want to break that down. Uh, you want to take a shot at guessing the untapped on this one, buddy? I will tell you, I would give this... Uh, hmm. I'll give this a, a 3.5. And I would actually give this what it what its actual rating is. 
It is, and this is uh, 2,100 check-ins on this, 424. Really? Yep. Wow, that's that's high. It is high. I was surprised. Mm. And I would agree. I'm really and you know what else is really cool, Tom? You I don't even know if you can see it that great because you've got the colored glasses going on, but this barely looks like an IPA. It almost looks like lagery in appearance. It does. Yeah, it's got yeah, it's definitely um more on the amber side. No cloudiness to it though. I mean, no. that's, that's not, it's not going to be that way because of the, of when it's hot. It, it's really yummy. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good one. So that is our brief tutorial on dry hop versus wet hop beers. Uh-oh, Nate's asleep. Uh-oh. Sorry, Nate. Oh, no. Rag said Nate's asleep. Oh. Oh, another Will glitch. You stop going to the vending machine, Nate? Is it your uh is it your Comcast there, Nate? Damn you, Comcast. How's my crappy internet signal holding up, Tom? Everything looks great on my end. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it seems all good to me. I'm crystal clear. I look beautiful. So I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. I have no complaints. I'm handsomer than ever. Look at that. See? Your mustache oh isn't curling, I noticed. Oh, uh, it's getting there. Uh, after I wear my, if I wear my mask at work all day, it gets flattened out. So then I have to work on bringing it back again. But it's well, almost time for Yukon. See? Almost Yukon ish. Haven't they told you to stop wearing a clown mask at work? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> randomly, like every week, randomly, one kid will be like, oh. Mr. Kilsh, you have a beard. Like, dude, I've had a beard since Wait, like 1992. Are you, are you wearing a motorcycle helmet? Yeah, like they're just ran like, wow, oh, when'd you get a beard? Hey, dude, uh, this beard doesn't just pop up. It takes time. Take <laughs> hey, glasses off and the beard's attached. <laughs> I love them. They're, they're, they're totally nuts. They're crazy. But yeah, they'll be like, oh, you have a beard. Oh. <gasps> Do you have a mustache? I'm like, no, no mustache. This is a beard. Because they don't get to see me anymore. I'm always covered. So they don't see anything. Anyway, that's good. I like that one. Um, but I definitely like the, the Chase and Freshies better. I wish I'm not down on it nearly as fast. I wish we would have done this episode three weeks ago. We couldn't have. Not on the East Coast. You don't think we had these two? If this was canned 10-5, there's no, I mean, it wouldn't have been here. In Cleveland. Nah, it wouldn't have been here. Nope. It would it would, it would. would take a week to get here. Now, the uh, Chase and Freshies might have been here, but uh, I, I didn't see it in, I didn't see it in stores. So it takes its time. You got to go through the middleman, then get to us. It's a pain. So I know you have some other stuff uh, lined up for later on, but I have a question for you. Because this, uh, this topic came up at my other place of employment the other day. Oof, okay. What beer... Are, are you excited about beer right now? Yeah. Give me yeah. an example. What are you excited about? Um, right now, Christmas beers are hitting shelves. So 
it's time for me to grab my Christmas beers and set set them aside, much like I hunt I hunt pumpkins. But it's still I'm still enjoying my pumpkins. <clears throat> and um, you will continue to for one more week. Oh, the, way more than one more week. I will take my pumpkins through the whole entire fall season. That was a segue um, for you to talk about next week, real quick. Oh, okay, I'll get there. Uh, next week, <laughs> Wednesday, early show. All the way into a late show. We are starting at 7 p.m. Probably not finishing until 9 p.m. So put on your big boy shorts. Get yourself ready to go. You're going to be sitting there with us when we have. We now have over 45 different pumpkin beers to try and go through. And then we're going to just rate them all the best we can in one big giant line and, and say... Uh, what's great and what's drinkable, what's not, and uh, what's I okay. With, I came up with a third category that you'll hate. Ready? Oh, I'm going to hate it. Go. Trick, treat, the ones we really don't like, smell my feet. Oh, okay. Smell my feet. See, I was saying I got a rock, but smell my feet's good. Trick or treat. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm we can go with that one. Trick, treat, or smell my feet. Well, but trick, trick is what? Like the middle? Yeah. Okay. It sounded good, but it ended up just being okay. Huh. Think about it. Marinate. I like that one. That's good. So we've got um, next week on Wednesday is going to be Pumpkin Palooza. Watch the, Pumpkin Palooza. Mythical keep posting, Pumpkin Palooza. Keep posting your pumpkin beers. We are doing Pumpkin Palooza. Come hell or high water is what I said. So if the invited guests can make it, great. Uh, if they cannot, then we're going to bring some of you guys in, and you're going to sit on the couches here, and you're going to drink all these pumpkin beers. Keep posting those pictures of you drinking pumpkin beers. Uh, I we're we're doing it. There's there's no chance of of COVID getting us down. If bees out, then bees out. That's it. If if Nathan can't make it, then Nathan can't make it. That's it. We're not stopping. I'm just kidding. We'll have to stop. if uh, I don't want to, but it just keeps getting postponed, this nonsense. No, it's going to be next Wednesday. All it's in. next Wednesday. It's next Wednesday. Pumpkin Palooza. We're getting out. We're getting deep into fall now. It's time to finish all these pumpkins. They're perfectly set right now. They've all aged perfect. They're, they're ready to go. Um, so Friday night, you're going to spend 20 bucks. You're going to go to Steel Stacks. Buy your ticket for $20 to see Here Come the Mummies. You're going to come to Here Come the Mummies and have an amazing time. Saturday, I have no idea what's happening this Saturday. I haven't seen much. Last weekend was a big weekend. Lots of costume contests. Lots of fun times. I did win sexiest. Twice. Oh, was the other category sexiest too? Or was it just, Sure. that's a damn good costume. It was the uh, best female costume. <laughs> All right. My, Leister likes smell my feet, too. So that'll be our absolute bottom of the barrel. Smell my feet. They're the worst pumpkin beers. Is uh, is Brew Cube with us tonight? Yeah, he was on there. Um, he commented, I've had it at least two weeks. And um, I think he's talking about the um, the Deschutes or the Headhunter. Yeah, because so before, a little while. before the show, he said he had a wet hopped in his, in his fridge. Okay. Yeah, so he's I he and then he earlier he said that he liked it, so uh, I'm not sure which one he was talking about because it was right in between when we were talking about the both. Cool, both of them. Uh, that's it. That's I think that's all the uh, 
It's not. We can't forget about December. And, well, before you forget about December, what about November? November, Black Friday, right? Didn't we invite everybody to come join us? We did. Without a doubt, we will be at um, uh, Ralphius Day on Black Friday. We will be with Free Will at Ralphius Day. We're going because we love it. That's what we do. So we will definitely be there without a doubt. And you can't just show up, I don't think. I think you need to reserve a table, right? We don't know yet. That's how it was last year. Yeah, the details aren't quite out yet. Um, We'll find out. I'm going to try and reserve the biggest table I can. Yeah, we'll find out soon. Um, We also have, we're working on something for the night before Thanksgiving. That is traditionally a uh, drinking day. And come December, a Saturday in December, we are doing a Santa crawl through Phoenixville. (laughs) So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's all right. I'll we are going to get okay. everybody that we possibly can dressed up in the most ridiculous outfits, and we're crawling through Phoenixville. We're going to go to every place that makes their own beer okay. and hit every one of them, have a great time. And we also in December have the um, Valley Forge Beer and Cider Festival. First session is the one we will be attending, so that's going to be the good one. A lot going on. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I mean, we have so much planned coming up and it's coming fast. Can't believe uh, how quick it's coming. And a shout out to everybody who came out to well-crafted with us last weekend. We had a lot of fun. Oh, it was really, really good time. And I cannot speak enough how great the owners of well-crafted are. The there's, there's, there's a couple owners who are all involved in different ways. The, the couple that, that we spent time with on Saturday were absolutely Doug, f- just greatest people. Doug so and nice. Awesome, yep. Yeah. So fun to talk to. Uh, they did mention that um, coming up near the end of November on a Saturday that they are hoping to get their stuff together and they're going to have my favorite kind of beer day at well-crafted. They're going to have a stout day. But they're still working on it, so hopefully when that comes up, we're going to be there too. You were awful quiet on my post yesterday. Uh, tomorrow is National Stout Day. Oh yes, uh, I was super swamped yesterday. I just I just missed out. I saw that it's a Stout Day, and don't worry, I'll celebrate. I'll oh. definitely be celebrating. So back to my original question that we meandered all over the place on. You're still excited about beer because the conversation, the conversation at, at the brewery was people are being less excited about beer and, and, and have we reached a saturation point that we just get inundated with so many new beers over and over and over again? Are we losing that excitement? No, not at all. It's not happening. No. Um, for example, Equilibrium today started um, Lads Vember, which is Life After Death Star November. Uh, they released their the, the regular bottles of Life After Death Star Batch 3, and that was sold out in minutes. Gone. Um, people are still super excited for beer. They're excited for beers they've had before, and I think people are excited for, for to try new beers. So one of the ideas put forth is that um, 
we need more beer events, not just new beer. And I think that is a direct correlation to the fact that we've had no events for so long because of COVID. And I tend to agree with that. I am more interested in, and not necessarily like a beer festival. Like I went to 107's anniversary party two weeks ago and I had a blast. I really enjoyed myself. And I, I, as I was walking around, I realized I miss like seeing people like, like the beer people that you always see at those type of things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What we need to do is we need to uh, get a large enough venue to have a ton of people and have a really big, ridiculous stout chair. We can do other beers too. Yes, we do need to have a big share. I agree. We do. We need to work on that. So we're we'll, we'll we'll get there. We got so much going on. It's going to be super fun. And yes, a Brew Pube Explorer, you should definitely be at Free Will this year. It is such a great time. You get to pick up all your bottles. They don't always have everything on tap right away at the same time that you're there, but you get to try some things, maybe and, some that you weren't sure about buying a bottle of because they come out with those super weird variants sometimes. And that's what I'm talking about. That night, like when we went last time, we rolled in with our regular crew, but then I saw like seven or eight different people there that I that were beer people that I knew that I didn't even know were going to be there. And that just is a uh, that's what I like. That that kind of ups the ante for me. Yeah, it was it was a really fun time. It was neat to meet a bunch of new people. Uh, they'll they'll never recognize me without my beautiful hair and my dress but um yeah when i see them again i'll recognize them and we just i was just i'm i was just reading a comment uh come on mikey seriously cbs is the only one that is acceptable maple maple too much maple that's the only stout that's acceptable to him yeah i'm not sure what he's saying there ugh Maple. He's learning though. He was just, we've been talking a lot about how he's really started to enjoy some stouts. He started to enjoy coffee, which if you start to enjoy coffee really opens up the world of stouts. Yep. So that's pretty awesome. How does he feel about ghost peppers? I think he'd try it, but I don't think he's going to, I don't know how you feel about ghost peppers, Mikey. It was really good. Did you try it, Tom? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. The, um, you're talking about the, the ghost pepper beer, the ghost imprinted, pepper stout imprinted a ghost pepper stout and it was delicious. It was, it was, uh, it was hot marshmallow and vanilla. It was sweet. And then heat. it was a, it was a lot of cocoa. The cocoa was incredible. The, the chocolatey flavor in there. And then picked up a lot more of that than I did. It didn't, it didn't register with me at all. Oh, it blew me away. The chocolatey flavor. And then that, that heat at the back end was pretty wild. It didn't hurt, though. It was fine. Rag says, what about KBS cinnamon vanilla cocoa bourbon barrel-aged chocolate coffee stout? Whew. I'll tell you what. The last couple months, I have been craving and hunting down stouts with cinnamon in them. And cinnamon and chilies, I've really, really been enjoying them. I've got quite a collection going on right now. There's a prairie bomb. Is that the Texas bomb? There's a couple prairie bombs that have cinnamon or chili. Yep. Or is that the Christmas? Oh. I think both. There's a couple. Speaking of which, sir, 
in your in your vast hunting that's about to take place, Prairie's doing a Christmas box. Four oh. bottles, four bottles, and a chalice. Oh, that's cool. Oh, we'll have to look for that one. That'd be great. Yeah. On, that'd be great to do on the show. Yeah, and they're great shelfies too. They're re- they're really great beer. Well, that's cool. Let's definitely do that. I'm in on that one. All right, sir. I think it's time for you to ask me some questions. Oh dear. Really? You think it's time for trivia? I think it's trivia time. We haven't I... opened the third beer yet, though. We can. We sure can. I'll finish that, and I'm going back to the Heat Miser. Do you have a favorite? Favorite what? Heat or snow? I dislike them both equally, <laughs> but I also really like them. The only reason I made these cups, I I had the idea. The idea came to me, and I love these guys, and I like to see them the way they argue. But at the same time, as I'm watching the show, I'm like, man, it's a bunch of morons. Like, See, so I I have this love hate relationship with them. You don't have a brother, so you don't get it. Okay, if yeah, all right. So so do you have a preference then? I'm Team Heat Miser. Okay, I do I do like Heat Miser, but I also like the Snow Miser's cool. I don't know. I like them both, but I also dislike them equally because they're just buttheads. Snow Miser, <laughs> Snow Miser is too snarky for me. Heat Miser okay. is just like I love how easy it is to push his buttons and yeah. for him to just blow up. I yeah. love that. Because it's kind of yeah. like me. It's kind of like me. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, that sounded nice. Did you hear that? I did, and Fun fact, I've never had a beer from this brewery. Neither have I. And uh, they're fairly local. They're from Maryland. I, I knew nothing about them. This is a double dry hopped. It's called Asleep on the Forest Floor. It is made by Elder Pine Brewing and Blending. Now, Elder Pine is, uh, they're located in, I think it's Gaithersburg, Maryland. Yeah. They have... Uh, it started on a farm. Very sm- the the facts are pretty cool. Uh, very small brewery. Uh, it's I think it's four guys who work together: two brewers and two brothers, and uh, quite quite varied backgrounds. And they brew, and then they also they didn't want to leave out the blending. Like like we could blend two great beers together and make an even better beer. So they they're also a blendery where they blend beers. And this is a double dry hopped IPA. It is weighing in. It's actually a double. It's 8.7. This color is beautiful. Smells fantastic. Wow. The color of that is just. Smells good. Oh, my God. You like that one? Ah. So good. So smooth. I need to I need my palate to adjust a little bit. That first sip was was not great. Very smooth, but uh I didn't like the uh, the initial the initial flavor of it. Get back to me in three or four sips. Mm-hmm. Um I will, I promise. Did you uh did you happen to notice um when you cracked it open? Was yours super foamy? I did get a little um out the top there. And 
Does your can look like it was thrown out the back of the truck and rolled yes, down the island? It does. <laughs> I I literally got the last four pack at the brewery, and as I was as I was checking, or not at the brewery, at the, the oh, I was going to say you were there. Okay. And as I was paying for it, I looked at the cans and I was like, "Man, all four of those cans are all jangy. Should I still get this?" And then, um, I decided, sure, new brewery, I'll give it a shot. Um. I, I, I want to ask you, it's untap rating, but I want you to have a couple more sips before you make a guess. Yeah, um, right now, I uh, the wet hop is fighting with the dry hop. I'm getting I'm get, getting different flavors. I need to give this a minute, and the, and then I'll. Are you yeah. saying you're having like a wet miser versus dry miser kind of thing going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely a double dry hop for th- versus a single wet hop, and they are they are um, they're fighting it out, so. Me like me like it a lot. I love I love the smell. So we'll see. Maybe we'll hunt down more of that. That's nice. B, will you hold up your glass again for Mikey? So so this is an imprint glass. Mm-hmm. Every year we do a little festival um, called Haze It Forward, where it is basically just an IPA fest. We have multiple breweries um, this year because of from all the, around the country, like big time breweries. Yes. Um, well, two years ago when we did it in person, uh, I think it was all Pennsylvania breweries. But this last one, we upped our ante and did all the super hazy breweries that brew uh, the big name IPA breweries were all mm-hmm. there. Vitamin C was there. Um, like Dancing Rome was there. He had he, uh, somebody, he had West Coast Brewery send stuff in. So if you're an IPA person, that's the fest for you. It, it was it was absolutely incredible festival. Music, food, the beers were, were nuts. And But the whole thing was in the name of donating to, was the first, were, were both of them Chop? Okay, was was all, ever, all the money raised was to go to Chop. Yep. All the breweries donated the beer. And yep. the cost of the tickets all went to chop. Um, that's one thing I can say about imprint is they give more money than anybody I know to good causes. So good. That all goes to chop. Uh, we make an IPA every year called surviving beautifully. That is our breast cancer awareness where 100% of the proceeds go there. Um, we do, um, Pre-COVID, we did a chili fest every year where we raised money and donated to the local food pantry in Lansdale, Man on Main Street. And then we do a number of animal rescue uh, events during the year. So uh, very um, – God, the word escapes me. This this year it was over th- – um, this year Haze It Forward raised over $30,000 for CHOP, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like 32 or $36,000. There's a concerted effort to give back for sure. So that's one of the other awesome things about working for where I work. Um, you know, it's a, it's a for-profit business, but it's not all for profit all the time. Mm. So it's cool. It is. I'm trying not to be a fanboy. You know me. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess it's time to ask the questions. It's time for play along at home trivia, folks. Nate, are you awake over there? Oh, I hear it. Come, I... Oh, yeah, I hear it back there. 
All right, folks. So I have to warn you that this week I changed it up a little bit. There are some multiple choice questions, but there are also some questions where you just have to give an answer. There are not multiple choices. Um, I tried to do multiple choice, but it just gave it away. There were so I just you just got to answer for these. And B, I made every one of these questions with you in mind. And with a certain demographic of people in mind, a, a small group of you out there. Are you saying who, I'm old? No, no. I, I think you'll understand as we go through the questions. These questions are for those people that I am most definitely not a group of, a part of the group of. So we'll see. So here we go. Let's start with the play along at home trivia. Halloween is over. So. Wow. <laughs> About how many turkeys are prepared every Thanksgiving? Oh, is this a fill in the blank? Nope. Oh, God. It could be 28 million turkeys every Thanksgiving, 34 million, 46 million, or 52 million. 28, 34, 46, 52. How many million turkeys are made each Thanksgiving? Nate, are you playing along with me this time, or can you see the answers? I can't for this question because I saw the answer. So it's all you, B. I don't think Nate's here anymore. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate this spread because it's so small, from 28 to 52. There's, there's no sweet spots. There's no outliers. I just feel like a lot of people buy turkeys, so I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to 52. 52 is an awesome answer, but I got to tell you, Hop Douche's answer is is by far the best one. 52 million, 51.9 million are too dry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic answer. All right, so let's see. B says 52 million. The answer is 46 million. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to make a spread. That, notice they're all six apart. I tried to make a spread that seemed reasonable that wasn't like over the population of the country. So um, my question to you is, is this a d direct result of Bender and I arguing the other day? I don't know what you're talking about. That's a yes. Next question, please. <laughs> Halloween is over, so... About how many pumpkin pies are consumed every Thanksgiving? I eat at least four. All right. Well, take that number into consideration when we say 20 million pumpkin pies. 30 million pumpkin pies. 40 million pumpkin pies. Or 50 million pumpkin pies. How many pumpkin pies are eaten I'm torn between 20 and 30. So because I like pumpkin pies, I'm going 30. 30 is a solid number. Nate, did you see the answer? Yeah, you have them all spelled out like right with every slide. So I'm out this week. Oh, uh, well, that's what I have to do. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't. Uh, hmm, let me take a guess. 
<laughs> All right, Hopdouche says 20. Erica says, oh, Erica's the, the other were 46 for the other one. All right, so um, pumpkin pies, man. Pumpkin pie is a staple of Thanksgiving dinners, right? Yep. So go ahead. Fire it off. What's the answer? 50 million. More pumpkin pies are consumed than turkeys? I call shenanigans. I do not. A turkey, a single turkey, can feed maybe 10 people in a family. A pumpkin pie, maybe six. You're going to have to do double pumpkins. Who doesn't do multiple pies? I do a pumpkin and an apple. Apple? Pumpkin and pecan, baby. Oh. I don't eat those. I don't eat those nuts. We need to pause a moment here because I need to address something that's really been bothering me the last two weeks. You there's have... been these pictures popping up. No, there's a ton of different foods and one's got to go. All right. So <laughs> baked beans. Baked beans. Yeah, I don't know. What... Is, is, is it a Thanksgiving meal? Or is it a British yeah. breakfast? <laughs> who, the, who puts baked beans with turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie? Baked beans? Hobo Sam does baked beans. Like, what? <laughs> Man, that's been really bothering me. Of course baked beans goes. Why? Baked beans never belonged in the first place. No, mine, Tom, and I guess I don't think you weighed in on this. Mine was you can only keep one of these. And the four choices were green bean casserole. Ooh, it's, I do love green bean casserole. Oh, don't tell uh, Jack that. Jack and Patty got in a pretty cool argument over that. Um, the canned cranberry that comes out in a tube. I like that, too. <laughs> I like to do two kinds of cranberry sauce. The yeah, that's my that's my table too. I don't eat either of them, but the rest of my weirdo family does that. Yeah, I do. Um, the yam with the marshmallow topping casserole. Oh, Nana's taters. Yes. <laughs> okay. And pumpkin pie, and you could only keep one of those. The other three you had to chuck. No, I refuse. We're glitching again, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. I refuse. I will eat them all. I will eat them all. <laughs> yeah, I will too. Kids, get off Nathan's internet now. Stop playing on your on your internet games. Turn off your Spotify. YouTube videos can you watch? <laughs> SpongeBob again. Yay. All right, get us another question, Tom. Okay, now here comes I believe one of the non-multiple choice I love this question. Black Friday is the biggest day of the year for what trade profession? Black Friday is the biggest day of the for what trade profession? Profession. I'm sorry. I, I typed that wrong. I'm... Oh, good job, Nate. Um, Black Friday is the Plumbers! biggest. <laughs> Son of a Bitch, Giant. that was my favorite I question. Got, itchy finger, itchy finger. All right. Son of a bitch, dark, dark, dark. 
<laughs> and I know why I know why you asked that question because it cracks you up, Tom. <laughs> I think that is an amazing question. When I read that fact, I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, yes, of course. It's just we all literally. <laughs> so <laughs> Black Friday, the day after the year, everyone eats a giant meal, is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. That's Think about it. Absolutely. It makes it makes sense that that would be the day that everyone's systems are stressed to the max. Listen, but, I, have another, I have another question for you. Uh-huh. Do you like turkey? Oh, I love turkey. I hate turkey. Why? It's It's no good. Oh, you're doing it wrong. No, I do it right. We put it in the bag. It's juicy. No, you're doing it wrong. Are you brining it? Sometimes. Let me help you out sometime. I just don't like it, so I don't put any effort into it. Oh, that's a shame. I do love a good turkey. I tried to talk my wife into not doing turkey this year because her parents weren't coming up. She nixed me. She must have classics. What would you do if it wasn't turkey? Uh, a rib roast, a standing rib roast. Okay, that is not the second most popular. Oh, is this an upcoming question, Tom? No, it's not. It's just the Thanksgiving trivia that is inside my brain. Um, that is not the most popular secondary meat. The most popular secondary meat is it pork? No. Uh, n- n- yes, kinda. <laughs> what? Kind of. There are several cuts of pork. But, but, but basically, pork is pork, right? No. What kind of what what would be, what would be the no not next question? You ruined plumbers. We're waiting on this one. I'm dragging <laughs> all this right, out. All right, all right, all right, fine. <laughs> You ruined Christmas. Mate. <laughs> the season is ruined. I can't do it. Return the presents. Call it off. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> plumbers. My God, that's insane. I love that fact. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, what type of pork would be the second most popular if you weren't doing turkey? Like a shoulder. No. The butt. Ham. Oh, okay. Yeah, a ham. Which is kind of like people, I guess, go back to like, they go to like, well, if you don't have turkey, you go to ham because that's what you have on Easter. Yeah, I was trying to think of a really big cut because you have to feed a lot of people. Yeah, ham is like the easiest cut. It's the the one you can't really screw up that bad. That's my guess. Yeah. All right. Now let's do another question. Easy on the fingers there. Here we go. <laughs> easy. easy. <laughs> so, this is like a Jeopardy question. What is 600000 to $1 million every December? Christmas trees? Oh, that's a good guess. Now, Nate, you can't... Oh, if you saw the notes, you saw the answer to this one. Yeah, Darn. yep. I got to okay, sit up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you do. Um, any other guesses besides Christmas trees? Let's talk through this a little. Let's see what guess, anyone else has to I'm say. I'm guessing I'm wrong. No, I just want some other opinions. 
Rags. Oh my god. Will you please post Rags's comment right there, Nate? Talking about busy plumbers. Spending <laughs> too much time under that bridge. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's under the bridge too much. With with, with the ladies of the uh the ladies of the the, the bridge lady. Pipe cleaning ladies. All right, so oh rag said ham good. Tofurky, no. No. How about turducken? Turducken sounds cool. Would you consider doing a turducken? <sighs> duck is so fatty. It's tough to get right. Plus, if you have a duck inside the turkey, then you're you're not gonna I honestly don't think you're gonna ever get it rendered properly. The turkey's going to be so dry because turkey's so lean, and then the duck isn't going to be able to render eat properly. It, it's it, so they they don't they don't mix well. What you're saying is it's impossible to do a good turducken. I'm not saying it's impossible. I, that's what it sounded like. I'm saying for the normal person, it's impossible. Okay, you would have to three quarters render the duck before you even bother s- stuffing it into the turkey. And then the turkey has to be fully cooked through before that duck even starts to get the heat. I feel like you would have to do skinless duck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel the same way, Erica, too. Christmas, I mean, uh, Christmas or Easter is ham. Uh, I don't, we don't need, we don't even do, do you do a big Christmas dinner? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's more of like a Christmas Eve dinner. Oh, see, yeah, I'm. Christmas Eve is always like a family party. Christmas Eve Eve for us is well, you still have my, too. all my high school friends. But then Christmas is always something easy that you can do that takes time. Um, last year, I think it was last year, we did lasagna. And it was just nice. Like it was like you just put it in, forgot about it, didn't have to worry about anything, and just kind of hung out all day. It was really nice to not do a big dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike Leister says Christmas cards. Rags, I'm sorry, Rags said Christmas cards. Leister said Christmas lights. So what is 600,000 to 1 million every December? Oh, I'm changing my answer. Okay. Fruitcake. Fruitcake was one option. What was your first answer? Uh, trees. Trees is also a very good answer. Now, honestly, trees are expensive. I, I, would, I, I think it would be more than that. I have to do the math. Okay, here we go. This is for you, B. And everyone out there, let's see the answer. It's Mariah Carey's royalties on All I Want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. I hate you, Mike. Mike (laughs) (laughs) I had this discussion with my kids today, by the way. We all came to an agreement that the Monday after Thanksgiving is when it's appropriate. When what's appropriate? Any type of Christmas talk. Wrong. 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 That, that's how I feel about you. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you I hope you understand which way we're headed here, B. What is the best selling single of all time? White Christmas. All time. Fire away. 
White Christmas. That's it. It is White Christmas. It's Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Very good. Awesome. Very cool. Nice job. How'd you know that one? Is uh, that a fact you knew or was it just a guess? It was just a guess. Oh, um, that's super cool. It's like an iconic Christmas song. And mm-hmm. and I don't want to I don't want anyone to get any like false impressions. I love Christmas. It's just you can't go from Halloween to Christmas because there's this whole November thing we gotta do first. But why can't Christmas be two months long? Because November needs its time. Why? We got stuff to do in November. There's a turkey in November. There's nothing else. No, you got Friendsgiving. You got Black Friday. You got a lot of stuff going on. All just a buildup to the big day. They're like practice days for the big day. But they're not part of it. Hmm. They're their own thing. See, that's why, to me, they're, they're one and the same. I was searching for Christmas music today in, in the car on the way to work. Like, See, there's got to be a station. Find me a Christmas music station. You're talking to someone who was born three days before Christmas. So this makes me very angry. <laughs> Hate what woman? Oh, Mariah Carey. The chats are coming in a, a little slow. So some people hate Mariah Carey. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, let's, so let's, do I. If it's December 10th or December 12th and that comes on the radio, I'm not going to lie. I'm listening to it and probably bobbing my head. I'll listen. You know what? Is there one that you will never, ever listen to that you just despise? Because I have one. And I love pretty much everything Christmas. Pretty much everything. But this one. Thank you, CW. Christmas is now. See the title. Halloween is over. So it's Christmas time. <laughs> um. Who is that orchestra, Tom? Who is that Christmas orchestra? Oh, it's so annoying. What, like Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yeah. Dude, my house blinks to Trans-Siberian Orchestra every year. Well, not not during the show, please. Oh, hell yeah. I'll be doing remote. All right. I, I can't understand that one. For me, mine is Christmas Shoes. I don't know what that is. Oh my god! I'll play it for you sometime in its entirety, and then we can just go punch babies. But on the flip side of that, I do have some that actually just really, <laughs> really, I have to listen to everything. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's so many. There's there's hundreds. There's so wait, many. I love Christmas songs. So much. I love the waitresses. Which one? The waitresses. Oh my gosh. God, and oh, oh, every time it comes on, it's just so good. Even if you heard it three times that day, you're like, oh, it's back. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Oh, there's and, so uh, many great ones. And the kinks, the kinks. Oh, I'm with you there, B. Yep, I was going to say that oh, one. Man, I love Christmas songs so much. I'm super excited. Man, I thought you would be more angry with me about all these <laughs> I'm okay. Because I'm jumping the gun. Okay, so there's only one more question left, I believe. Let's do it because we've gone on really long tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, let's see. Is this all too soon? And your choices are? Multiple choices. Yes. (laughs) This is too soon. Yep, this is too soon. Bah humbug. 
Or no way. I'm going yup. Humbug. Mm, the correct answer is no way. This is not too soon. It's a day late. It's time for Christmas. That's a non-scientific. Bring it on. <laughs> Although when we do the crawl, Tom, I I have a feeling you're going to be very happy with my costume. Oh, dude, I have a costume that I was going to try to get you to wear. I have boxes of Christmas costumes in my attic. <laughs> oh. And by the way, any costume you have, I will not fit in. No, they're actually costumes that I just buy so that when people come to my house, they're like, oh, I don't have a costume to wear. I'm like, oh, I got you covered. And and then they're like, isn't it Christmas? Yeah, I've got three Rubbermaid bins of just ugly sweaters. That doesn't count all the other stuff. The jumpsuits and the... There there are sites where you can make your own custom ugly sweater. And I'm not going to lie, I've been playing around with low expectations ugly sweater. <laughs> a dumpy sweater? Oh, that's really cool. I'd love to see that. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> so... B says that we've gone on too long. I'm not running. Oh my gosh, nine twelve! Wow, we did go on long an hour and twelve minutes. We Dan Fogelberg. Oh, Christmas wrapping—that's a great one. Yep, I love that one. That's the waitresses. Yep, it is so so time for Christmas. It's time for holidays. It is time for winter and amazing things. And B is all on board. Look at that—he's super excited too. I cannot wait for all of this. The day after Black Friday, I'm all in. You're a month too late, man. It starts now, baby. I've already got my Christmas decorations ready to get put up. We're going. What? Yeah, yeah. We're different creatures. I Ladies know. Gentlemen, I know. it is a honor and a pleasure to spend a Wednesday night with you. We really enjoyed uh, trying some of these delicious wet hop harvest ales and the DDH uh, Elder Pine. Um, if I were voting tonight, I would vote uh, Deschutes is not here, but here. Tom, are you? Deschutes was, Deschutes was my favorite. Uh, my favorite of the night was the Wet Hop Ted Hunter. Delicious. I really, I have, I did, I have to mention, I did come around to the Elder Pine. It's very nice. It's a well and, done beer. Very well done. And my first four way, my, my I can talk, my first foray into uh-huh. Elder Pine beers. I was totally happy with what they have to offer. Um, they just dropped into our distribution footprint. So I'll be keeping my eye out for other Oh, ones. okay. I was going to say, I would love to try some more of those. Yep. yep. So uh, right. all, all together, a really good night, as Tom promised. Low expectations tonight. The beers were great, and we were mediocre as usual. Yeah, at best. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning but, in, everybody. Yeah, I really want to say thank you to the people who are making it back here on on with, with our schedule change on Wednesdays. Thank you for coming back and hanging out. It's really nice to talk to people and see you all there. And yeah, rags. It's Christmas time. The decorations are up. Everything's for sale. It's Christmas time. And listen. We have stuff planned. We keep talking about this. We have stuff planned. We really want you guys to come to some of these parties we're throwing. Mark Last weekend at Welcome Rocket was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Rags needs to actually come out. I know Rags don't travel well, but Rags needs to put on his pants and come out of the house. He won't. He won't, but I wish he would. You would love him. Because he's got 75 kids and they always get married every time we have something going on. (laughs) You don't decorate till Black Friday? Oh, my gosh. All right. It is time to shut this down. Shut it down. I hope I angered you enough. Nah, I'm okay. (laughs) And next week, next Wednesday, Pumpkin Palooza, get yourself ready. Eat plenty of bread. Build that base up because you're going to be drinking with us. I may bring a pumpkin pie. Oh. (laughs) Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Good night.